a haiku to start us off. If you want to know how bad songwriting can be, listen to Diamonds. <laughs> this week, we rank all of Hawk Nelson's albums from start to finish. Cue intro music! Alright. Um what what are we what are we saying now? Oh yeah, okay. Hey, welcome I got it. I got it back. Welcome to My Taste in Music is Terrible. Uh like John O said, um we are ranking the entire Hawk Nelson discography. We're joined today by some wonderful guests. Um and typically what we always do beginning like two weeks ago. Um, is we ask our guests to introduce themselves and then say what is Gerard weighing on their hearts. Um, so let's, ladies first. Oh, thanks. Okay, well I am Marley Killam, or Marley Luteritz, but my blog is Marley Killam. Confusing. Nailed it. Yes. Um, and what's been Gerard weighing on my heart has been a lot of Hawk Nelson. <laughs> and also a lot of finals. Okay. Final yeah, that would weigh on my heart. Yeah. That would Gerard weigh that's on my a, heart. That's all I have room for is Hawk Nelson and finals. That's yep. all you need. That's all you need. Uh, I am I am Tyler Luteritz. Um, you can find me at tyjmt on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know what am I? What's Gerard weighing on my heart? Mm-hmm. I still don't understand the question. <laughs> <laughs> that could be your answer. <laughs> it's really not funny. So, <laughs> like, what have you been thinking about lately? Like the question itself. Oh, like the right right right. Right. oh, yeah, that's a great question. What were they thinking with those last three albums? Um, mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah, we'll get to that. That's pretty much it. Mm, TK. Mm. Okay, uh, what's been Gerard weighing on my heart is when I was a young boy. <laughs> oh my god, seriously? <laughs> You've already made that joke before. Alright, moving, moving right along. <laughs> my brain went blank in it, like I was reaching okay, for I've some. Got I've got one. Okay, fine. What's Gerard weighing on my heart for the last two minutes <laughs> is that Marley's maiden name is Killam. Like, like kill them. <laughs> oh, pretty close. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's kind of a scary smile. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's spelled kill ham. <laughs> so oh. it's not funny when you think about it that way. <laughs> do you think your Do you think that your or ancestors? Or it is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They were Irish, so they probably. Do you think that they like made a profession out of like hunting boar? Possibly. Or like pigs. Did like they I raise said, pigs they were That's Irish. So it's very well been. I know, right, that, but like four <laughs> like, like large wild pigs. I was like more domesticated pigs. <laughs> well, <laughs> my eight wings coming out. <laughs> yeah. Oof. There's steam coming off of him. For our viewers, for our listeners. <laughs> for all of our viewers, yeah. For all of our viewers. <laughs> Just this random guy staring through the window right now. Yeah, the, the family of rabbits. Um, anyways, so I wanted to introduce a new segment called What's Gerard Weighing on Your Ears? Where we each go around the circle, introduce ourselves, talk about what we've been listening to other than 
Hawk Nelson, mm. beginning with Mr. Raimi. Okay, Mr. Raimi, aka mm-hmm. Tanner. Um, what's what's no, your argument? Let's on... Stay with Raimi. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. Tan-tan. Let's um, argue about this. What's been Gerard Wayne on my ears, other than Hawk Nelson, is a band called Ragamuffs, which is um, just so happens to be a, my coworker's band that I listened to for the first time today. She told us about it like last week, and they're really good. Mm-hmm. They're like mm-hmm. surf, indie, pop, rock, kind of, I guess. <laughs> <clears throat> like the fray just like the fray yeah mixed with the beach boys <laughs> i would describe the fray as surf indie <laughs> pop rock for sure <laughs> Jono, um well what's been gerard weighing on my ears are a few bands i had whenever people ask me this i forget so i look up on spotify um my <clears> latest <throat> playlists and albums um i listened to the black parade today by My Chemical Romance, which is almost a weekly thing for me, or bi-weekly, as in every two weeks. Um, what's in the worst songs? That's actually, that's a bi-weekly for me also, I'm but just, like twice a week. Okay. Just the opposite. I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a really like confusing that. and stupid um, word. Because it could either mean twice a week mm-hmm. or every two weeks. It's almost it's, as confusing and stupid as the fact that there's two tanners on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Also, um, Weezer has three singles out that are actually quite good. Um, That's really the first time really someone said that them. since 1996. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have singles. In and then <laughs> a couple metal bands, Currents and Silosis. Wow. So, wow, you listed a lot of bands just then. I did. Um, yeah. All right, uh, that's all the time we have for today. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I am Josh O'Connor, and I have uh, what's been weighing on my ears is uh, a lot of different things, but uh, Tanner and I discovered, or Tanner probably discovered it and sent it to me, but listened to a band called He Is Legend over the last week. Um, mm. and I didn't it, send you that. Uh, no, TK. So. Oh, gotcha. Gosh, Sorry, that was just really confusing and stupid. stupid. Yeah, <laughs> and they kind of sound like Thrice in some of the early stuff, and then, uh, yeah, I like them. They're good. They mm-hmm. sound good. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like fairy tale metal, which sounds terrible on paper, Yeah. and then you listen to it, and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know music could be like this, but <clears throat> I'm TK. What's been Gerard weighing on my ears is lots of rancid. I've been, I've, I've been listening to Jeff Rosenstock, the uh, Ska Dream album, which is like a Ska version of his newest album, and it's so good. And then uh, there's a really great rancid album called Out Come the Wolves. Hmm. And there's a song called Ruby Soho, and it is the best song for rolling down your windows and driving in warm weather and just yelling the lyrics. So write into the pot if you can think of a better one. Oh wait, you won't be able to. (laughs) (laughs) So yet again, we'll still have no emails. I checked today. We still have gotten. (laughs) So we, we, it's a joke that we say right into the pod, maybe a hundred times a podcast, (laughs) just arbitrarily did random things. And it so far has not worked. It's not worked. It's not worked.
My taste in music is terrible at gmail.com. <laughs> write into the pot. Right. Even if, even just to say that you're not going to write in. To yeah. The yeah. Just, like, just let, just let us down. Like, come on. Right. Don't let us know. Keep us on hey, the look, line. you're a really great podcast, but, like, I, I'm not going to write into you. Just say that. Mm. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm Tyler. What is Gerard weighing on my ears um, besides Hawk Nelson and I've listened to a lot of Hawk Nelson in the last day and a half um, <laughs> um, actually some Justin Bieber because he nice. just released his album a little while ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a rapper named No Big Deal if you haven't heard of him he's a really good one um, I do okay. like a lot of rap so yeah um, but yeah those are basically the main two that I've been listening to mm-hmm. this week. Nice. And what's been Gerard Wing on my ears has just been other podcasts. I just don't listen to music now, only podcasts, pretty much. <laughs> but specifically to, other podcasts. I did listen to the first half of your My Chemical <clears throat> Romance podcast this morning. Right, right. And it was right. good. The you, first half, so you got through one and a half episodes? Um, or, no, no, one half. half so the part one, so that you listened to is six. Yeah, so I know. I so you didn't even get through a full album that we reviewed. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That was the, it was so long. Such a long episode. So. Um, but you, you got me into Alexander 23. Yeah, he's, he's really so good. He's so good. Well, so. I listen to just about everything. So yeah. You can take your pick. Yes. Cool. Um, neat. So now we kind of like to talk about our first exposure to the artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess beginning with Mr. Ramey. Yeah. Um, so my first exposure to Hawk Nelson, um, when I was a young boy. <laughs> Dude, wait, uh, wait. <laughs> Did your father so take Sean... you to? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but actually, when I was... I don't know how old I was. Well, I guess their first album came out in 2004, so I had to have been Whoa. at least 10. Um, I think it was more like 2006. Okay. Um, wait, when did Smile at the End of the World come out? 2006. Okay, it was 2006. Um, I had a family friend who I've talked about before. He's the same one that introduced me to My Chemical Romance Whoa. originally. Mm-hmm. Um, he also introduced me to Hawk Nelson. He was Two really equally amazing bands. Right, I am right. Hot Nelson you. being the the superior band. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I don't know if I'm kidding. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. He was really into the song "Bring Him Out" for some reason. Right. And uh, yeah, that was my first exposure. He showed me them. Cool. Right on. His name was Tyler, actually. Well, not this one though. Not, not me. Different Tyler. Not me. <laughs> um, my first exposure was again. I've said this like three times. It was CD number two. <laughs> <laughs> CD number oh two gosh. of Wild wow Hits, two thousand six. <laughs> we need to find the CD. <laughs> And like frame it so we can memorialize <laughs> it because I, it's been your answer for like five or six episodes. Seventy-five percent of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I was homeschooled, so maybe that's part of the reason why. Um, but I was thinking about it this week. That that CD specifically, not just Wow Heads in general, but that CD was responsible for a ton of the music that I ended up getting into in preteen and teenage years. Nice. And I'm very grateful for it. And their song, Everything You Ever Wanted, mm-hmm. um, off of Smile is the End of the World, mm-hmm. was on that. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, 2006, right when that album came out. So that's the first song I heard, and yeah. My first exposure to Hawk Nelson, um, I'm not entirely sure, honestly. It probably was youth group. Mm. <laughs> it probably was youth group. That sounds right. It's <laughs> possible that I saw them on Sky Engine Network, um, but it was probably youth group where I first heard them. And it would have been something like Bring Them Out or something like that. Um, but I also <clears throat> listened to a lot of like TFK and stuff, so it could have been it could have been related to that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like every time when people are like talking about their testimonies and they're like, Yeah, I don't remember when but it was probably a youth group, like, like <laughs> the exact same thing of what you just said. Um, so thank, my, thank you for sharing. So, so, yeah, so Hawk Nelson is the same story as my spiritual journey. <laughs> actually, Ooh, actually. That's not a great thing. No. There are some elements in, in what I will talk about later. Nice. So, Ooh. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, my first exposure to Hawk Nelson, I was at Walmart. I was, it was a Sunday in October, I was listening to Striper and doing some skateboarding and my mom was like, hey, we have to go to Walmart. And when you live in Belgrade, going to Walmart with your mom on a Sunday afternoon in sixth grade is kind of like the most fun thing that you could do. It's not fun, but you're wow. like, interesting. you're just kind of like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. That's so sad. Yeah. Hey, sad. shut up. And, um, <laughs> so I went to... Walmart with my mom, and I went to the CD section, and um, went to the CD section, and I was like looking around, and I saw the cover of Letters to the President, this is in 2004, I was like, oh, these guys kind of look cool, and then I like looked at it more, and I realized that the lead singer was wearing a Sidewalk Slam shirt, and Sidewalk Slam is a band, they're like a skate punk, pop punk band on Tooth and Nail. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then I flipped the CD over and it was Tooth and Nail Records. And I was like, buying it. Done. <laughs> bought. Done. Ran to the register, bought it, listened to it, was instantly in. Even though <clears throat> even though it sounded a little bit too much like simple plan for my taste. Mm-hmm. So I feel like like old Hawk Nelson is like Christian simple plan, like, you know, those dumbass posters in churches that are like, <laughs> if you like Metallica, you'll 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 like Petra, or you know like oh those are the worst. There's one that was back. You'll like Skillet. (laughs) There was was a poster that literally was like if you like Zayo, you'll like like Striper or something. It was like Zayo is a Christian band already. Yeah, (laughs) and then and then it had Comeback Kid on there under the secular side, and I I was like I I almost ripped it off the wall. Like (laughs) this is heresy. Okay, but anyways, um, yeah, 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 that's the end of the story. Mm. All right. Okay. So my first exposure to 
Hawk Nelson. It's like it was like the introduction for me for that like alternate Christian rock sort of genre. That was like the first one I got to listen to because um, um, so I don't I think my dad either went to a concert or picked up the album somewhere. Um, but first he let me listen to Tenth Avenue North. If you guys haven't listened to them, they're very mm-hmm. like a K Love band. Um, uh, right. Very K Love band. <laughs> Um, so they're a Caleb band. They're a Caleb band. Yeah, I've heard them with Caleb. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way you can describe them. Fun um, fact, the N in Caleb stands for new music. <laughs> I don't know if that's fun, but anyways, Tyler. So anyways, my dad, after I could listen, I could listen to 10th Avenue North, I couldn't listen to Hawk Nelson yet. And then after a little while, then I was allowed to listen to, quote, harder music, and I could listen to Hawk Nelson. And it, the first album I could listen to it was the Hawk Nelson is my friend. It was the first album that I heard from them. And that's actually, yeah. So that was my first exposure. Nice. Was after okay. I, lis- I had to listen to 10th Avenue North for a little bit. And then I could listen to Hawk Nelson. <laughs> so 10th Avenue mean. North is like a gateway band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I saw 10th Avenue North live when I was in college. Really good? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a good show. For cool. CCM. Yeah. Okay. There you go. It was a, it was a worship. <laughs> it was a worship set, basically. Yeah. My parents oh, were my parents were very controlling over what music I was listening <laughs> to at the time. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, we both had very like well, my mom was pretty controlling. My dad <laughs> listened to like lots of rock music. So I listened to lots of rock music mm-hmm. in the car. But mm-hmm. I don't remember like not listening to Hawk Nelson. So I don't know. I think I had a CD. Like out of the womb. No, I just don't remember like my first exposure. Right. And I think it was either Friend Like That or The Meaning of Life because I definitely had a CD that had The Meaning of Life on it. Right. And so, yeah, I don't remember which one it was. Could have been Church Camp. Could have been Air One. Could have been Air One. I forgot Could have been the CD. I'm not sure which one. Yeah. Um, all right, we're starting with me, jumping into the rankings, here we go. I feel like I'm already going to have a different one than everyone else. Really? Such a fool. I'm excited to find out. I'm not. Um, my number eight Hawk Nelson album is Live Life Loud. Oh. Whoa. Really? I did not see that coming. (laughs) Um, because it's not a good album. I'm going to just say right now, I don't want to spoil a whole lot, but same. That's my number. Hey, I'm hey guys, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so much okay, literally, I started listening to that album, like track one, and I was like, his voice sounds different. It's like he's trying to make it like a little gravelly now, and it sounds like Smash Mouth. <laughs> I, Is that all you have to say? There's a lot of bad hot that's all I'm albums. Say, I'm not sure if that's the worst one. Likening anyone to Smash Mouth is like the the kiss of death. Yeah, I know. That's why it's my number eight album. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright. Wow. So, number eight for you. Number eight for me, Miracles. <laughs> Easy. Um, no depth. Yeah, yeah that works. I, I yeah, agree. 100%. That's my, that's my no depth. Pop crap. There's like hardly any guitar work on it, and the lyrics are BBS. super lazily written. Written like hmm? the lyrics are VBS. Yes, <laughs> Vacation Bible School lyrics. Yes, as opposed to all the rest of Hawk Nelson's lyrics, <laughs> <are> phenomenal. <laughs> well, well, he did make. Okay. 
They've always emotions. put wrong lyrics. I would just like to point out that I was the one who told her that while listening to those last three albums, I was like, these sound like they were supposed to be for VBS, like, I don't know, theme, whatever, but they just didn't make it. Like, they, they, so they just released the albums instead. But they just didn't have the VBS thing with it. That. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Is that, is this that is going to be interesting. <laughs> yep. That's... All right. Well, my number eight is Triple L. Triple L. Uh, <laughs> Triple L. <laughs> I, I actually, when I started listening to this, I thought the first couple of songs were all right. Um, but then meaning of life I mean, went downhill. Like yeah. And then uh, I don't know what was going on with the ukulele in Alive. Um, this is the most confused album of Hawk Nelson. This album basically sounds like you're trying to bridge this gap between, which is a very large gap, between punk and this CCM soft rock and sort of mm-hmm. stuff with. Okay, um, preach. The mm-hmm. vocals, yeah, uh, yeah. I noticed the okay. same thing. John's vocals are not nearly as good. Um, mm-hmm. The I think the best song uh, was Job, and it had the best guitar in the album. Um, I really like the bagpipes on Tis So Sweet, but what in the heck was that song doing on that album? <laughs> John, John didn't sing on that album. He wasn't the lead vocalist, it was Jason. Um, oh, I meant Jason, sorry. Okay. Uh, I didn't mean okay. Jason. Just to be clear. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know what Tis So Sweet was doing in that. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Bagpipes is a neat touch. But, it, it really threw me off. But what in the heck? I, I was like, wait, <laughs> so on, I listen to all my stuff on Amazon. When I'm listening to an Amazon album and it finishes the album, it just goes into other music like it. It starts a station. And so I thought, I thought somehow I was already at the end of the album <laughs> and it, that it was just playing some station. I was like, Amazon really messed this one up. And then I was like, what? <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's my number eight. Um... That is awesome, actually. <laughs> okay, so my number eight was Miracles. It's I would describe this al- album as an album that happened to me. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, so there's that. Uh, I can't remember the name. I mean, you might be able to help me with this, but it's a Justin Bieber song featuring Skrillex and Diplo. Where are you now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where are you now? And where they take a piece of... Justin's vocal parts and they like auto-tune it and that trick is all over Miracles. Mm-hmm. It's like they're like, hey, let's take a song that was popular three years ago, like put it, put that effect all over all of these songs. That's what <clears throat> CCM musicians do though. So they take a, tr- a thing that was popular, Sometimes. like really popular years ago and then they try to repopularize it and it reeks and I hate it so much. Um, and you know, and, and really quickly for our, our listeners, we're going to use this abbreviation a lot. CCM, we've said it before, is Christian contemporary music. Right. It is a genre, unfortunately. It is a literal god awful genre, and God listens to it and weeps. And <laughs> he weeps okay, for the creativity of mankind is what he weeps for. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Continue. But. I think if you uh, embodied that genre, it would be, you know, like, so if you listen to, like, early Black Flag, that is, like, hardcore embodied. If you listen to the specials from 1978, that is ska embodied. If you listen to this album, this is CCM embodied. 
<laughs> there is in in and and let's I'm just gonna say it. CCM to me as a Christian, as somebody that likes art, as somebody that creates art, is vapid, opportunistic, um, and in lacking in, in in something that I would I, I would call like cathartic depth. And and I don't I don't think it's a good genre. And I don't know if I could say that about any other genre. Like I don't know if I could have, I could say like hip hop isn't a good you know like it's it it just is it just exists. But I feel like with CCM, it's it's a genre that formed accidentally, and then it just kind of became a thing. And then people were kind of like, well, I guess it's like it's making money. So, and I think that this album is that embodied, and it happened to me, and I'm mad it happened to me, and I'm mad it exists, and I don't know if I'll ever get over it. Okay. All right. Wow, <laughs> Tyler, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, my number eight was also Miracles, um, and yeah, I think you said a lot about like I agree that the CCM, um, the genre, it just feels like the Christian world sees pop music and then tries to recreate it, but then fails while they do mm-hmm. it, and that's that's what that is. Yep. It's just like yes. it like sounds like they're trying. Like pop you can't unhear. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like they're trying too hard. It, you, know, <laughs> you listen to it, and you're literally like, "This is that Justin Bieber song, just ten times in a row." <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so annoying. All right. Well, <clears throat> my eighth was also Miracles. Like I said, my Sunday school mom. I feel like that would be something that she would want me to come up with the motions to to teach her children's church class. <laughs> but um, a word that also came to mind was just no depth. Like, I was listening to the words yeah, and I was like, what, "That's what I wrote. Like, that's yeah, literally what I wrote no, in my notes." No depth I've on got that, that at all. Like it, it's just your plain cut and dry like Christian song, mm-hmm. just repeated. Like wait, so Richie, if that was your eight, if that was my, okay, cool. So we're the right ones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't about what's who, who's right or who's wrong. At least the songs in Love Like Bob are a little bit different from each other. You're such a dad. All right, number seven. <clears throat> My number seven um, is Diamonds. Um, I don't have much to say about this album. I think, honestly, I think the um, their last three albums were probably going to kind of breeze through because they're all crappy CCM albums. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's essentially, I don't, I don't know what I can add that hasn't already been said. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just bland, forgettable CCM that I had to sit for 35 minutes and listen to. (laughs) Yeah, I did the bare minimum for (laughs) what could be considered listening to this album. I thought about it. I thought about giving up on a couple of them. Like, I feel like I get the gist. I'm like, no, you do my due diligence. Due diligence. You're a better man than I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> than all of yeah. them. <laughs> I've listened to every single song in their discography <laughs> in the last so two days. You listened to every second of Hawk Nelson. I did. Well, not, you, I mean, not like the Christmas God bless you. And stuff. But well, yeah, I mean. Yeah. It's been it's been a rough couple days. Right. And, and to, put, to, to put that in perspective, like the last 12 days... I had COVID for 10 days and was quarantined separate from my wife in the same house. And then I had to listen to Hawk Nelson for two days. Aww. I think the most recent two days were the worst of those 12. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I get fruit poisoning Friday night and had to listen to Hawk Nelson on top of that. So... Double whammy. Yeah. Are you sure it was food poisoning, or was it just from listening to Hawk Nelson? <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was your number seven, Jonathan? My number seven was also Diamonds. Um, I mean, sold out is right. They Obviously, they've been way sold out by now. Um, they have a song called Sold Out, too. Kind of interesting. <laughs> on the um, so, yeah, super ironic. Also, if you ever like want to hate songwriting and lyrics for what they are listen to the song thank god for something it's the lyrics one two three four count my blessings um and <laughs> let, let me guess there. it's like yeah one two three four count my blessing, blessing. and like there's something a weird like that. auto-tune there's no weird auto-tune i don't remember oh man how the song goes <laughs> um, opportunity. Yeah. it's just it's just bad but to put in perspective what people like and why they kind of went this direction these the songs from Diamonds are their top songs on Spotify. Yep. Yeah. Like the first five. Yeah. Six of them yeah. in the top ten or whatever, or seven or whatever it is. So that's what people listen to, mm-hmm. and they got more famous because of Diamonds, which is sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number seven was Miracles. Um, we talked about a lot. The reason that Miracles made it above Triple L for me is because, as an album, it's cohesive. From start Mm. to finish, every song that's on the album belongs on the album. Regardless of how we feel about CCM, that album was a cohesive album. Uh, They started with a goal in mind, and they still finished, and everything went to that goal, which was (laughs) making money. Um, <laughs> but that's like saying like yeah all the actors played the same person in the movie um, but yeah we talked about I like the production was alright but there was none of the good guitar that I like in Hawk Nelson it was all keys and synthy and poppy they could have at least kept the guitar there the guitar is in there but it's so low in the right, mix right. that it's like they might as well he might not as well have been playing um the lyrics were like uh, one of the things that I like criticize about CCM a lot is the lyrics are often not theologically sound. Um, the yes. lyrics were actually mostly theologically sound, and they do borrow from elements of familiarity. Like there's a one section that says uh, "carried over troubled waters," and I was like, "Oh, that's <clears throat> neat." Um, but I had a really hard time finishing this album uh, because it embodies everything about CCM I don't like. Like you were just saying, this is CCM. Um, repetitive lyrics, questionable slash cliche analogies um, that break down quickly. Um, and generally, I wrote, generally feels heartless or soulless. So like what you were saying, uh, Marley, it lacks depth. And you're saying it's very not cathartic. They're missing that cathartic element we've talked about with other bands that we love. And uh, yeah. But I will say this about CCM, as much as we're going to talk crap about it in this episode, um, it is something that God does use and can use. And I know that that might feel painful. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah. If, if God can use me. If you're a middle-aged mom, <laughs> God will use it in your life. <laughs> no, so but there, there are there are. I think that there there have been instances and times where people were definitely positively affected by and came to Jesus because of mm-hmm. CCM. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think that CCM exists solely to make money, 
and that just ends up being like, oh, Jesus is, you know, being, you know, whatever. But anyway, so that's number seven. Uh, also on that whole making money thing, uh, the reason that Hawk Nelson continued making this album, these albums is because nobody in the band knew what to do after Jason left. Uh, they didn't have any way to make money. And I think that it took this entire time of making these albums for them all to find other things to do with their life. Um, and the reason I think that is because John actually says that in his interview um, that you sent us. Mm -hmm. uh, he specifically says, uh, because it, for our listeners, John Steingard, who became the lead singer in these last albums, he eventually came out on social media and said, I don't think I'm a Christian anymore. Um, and he decided that he had the freedom to say that because he found a way to make money otherwise, and he knew that he could get rid of Hawk Nelson at that point. And so that was where he decided that he had the freedom to start really going through these things that he'd been questioning for a while. And so that's where I was like, I think that was probably all the band members were like, we're doing this because this is our livelihood, and mm -hmm. uh, this is what's making money. We're totally dried up without Jason here and without Trevor McNally, or Trevor and all of those guys. We don't have their, them here anymore, so we're just going to make CCM because we can mm -hmm. play instruments and come up with VBS lyrics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Run it, sold. Mm -hmm. All right. Number seven. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Um, so my my number seven was diamonds. <clears throat> I think it's 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 miracles, but a little better. Mm. And that is all I have to say. My seven was diamonds too. I have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave me hanging. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> my number seven was also diamonds. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple kind of catchy songs. Guys, we've always just been like this. <laughs> For the listeners at home, I just waved my hands like Chandler in that episode of Friends. When he's talking to Phoebe, he's like, we've always just been like this. <laughs> Anyways. I don't remember. What, oh, Diamonds, yeah, it's number seven. I, I wonder if it's sold a lot because it's like easy and like pretty lyrics. It just made me think. Like, well, what, the reason like, that number seven, like or that yeah. number seven, the reason Diamonds sold a lot is because they followed what... Uh, Nashville has done to the music industry in general is we are going to write an album and then we're going to we're going to release a single that we really like but we're gonna hype it up and it's going to be a single and then they're gonna right. release another single and they did it six times with that album yeah because diamonds dropped in the ocean thank God for something they were all really yeah. popular for a while but yeah just like from a mm. Christian standpoint like maybe it's just easy and mm. nice because that's what Christians want to hear. It's easy yeah. and nice things and mm. part of their songs. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's all positive. It's edifying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and it's probably super easy to write. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to think. Even if you're having a crisis of faith, because you just take like one plus one equals two. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. They're not. It would have been so much more refreshing if Hawk Nelson was an exploration on his crisis of faith. Yeah, yeah. That's what his Instagram is. I can't, I can't, I can't even. <laughs> I haven't looked at these. Mm -hmm. It's actually very interesting. I haven't looked at it either. Uh, if you, uh, I, don't, I can't really speak for what mostly recently has happened, but if you go back to the post where he announces that he is no longer Christian, and then you follow the posts after that, they're all exploring these ideas that he's been going after. 
and he says in multiple of them, hey guys, I am I have no like purpose behind this. I'm just exploring. I'm asking questions. I'm talking mm-hmm. about what I've come up with. And there's there's some really good things in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like. I mean, I I honestly I respect him because yeah. he's coming mm-hmm. at it from a great perspective. He's he's not saying that Christianity is false. He's saying that I'm doubting. Yeah. And I could be wrong. It, it on his Instagram it says religion and he says uh, curious or spirituality and he says curious um, because that's exactly what he's trying. He's mm-hmm. like he's right. like I do think that there might be some kind of higher power. I don't think I'm an agnostic, but I don't think that I'm a Christian. Um, and he's wrestling with a lot of questions that, uh, frankly, are good questions mm-hmm. and they're they're hard yeah. questions and. I and the one that really broke him was specifically like a lot of like not this is very oversimplified but why do bad things happen to good people and and that's I mean that's kind of of that whole direction but anyway yeah. anyways Marley oh no I think it's big Tanner Tanner we're on to number Tanner six. I'm yeah. sorry number okay. six you can call me Marley if you want but it's gonna get confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <clears throat> my number six Hawk Nelson album is Made. Um, how have you not got to Miracles yet? You'll yeah, find out. I'm gonna punch you. <laughs> Are you saying Made is a good album? No, I'm saying Miracles is worse. I have I have reasons okay. for what. I, okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Once I got past the top three, I was like, it doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have much to say honestly I mean it's I feel the same way about Made as I do about Diamonds it's just forgettable I remember when I first heard the single I think it was Words was the single that came out for that and I was like wait what? this is Hawk Nelson? Um, and yeah it just I mean it's obviously made is like their first true venture into CCM and it's uh it's I don't know I mean I honestly I remember words and that's like I couldn't even tell you a lyric from another song on it right now and I listened to it yesterday (laughs) so yeah Mm -hmm. um my number six was also made I think it's only better than Diamonds and Miracles because of the song Words, which I actually don't mind that much. I kind of like it. It's all right. Um, I do like the guitar part. There's a guitar part in Fighting For that I kind of like. Other than that, again, um, I don't really have anything to say besides what we've already said. Yeah, Made is also number six for me. I We've said this before, but Forgettable Pop. Uh, this is the first album that Jason is gone, and it's painfully clear. Um, critics called this album Growing Up. Uh, they said it would be appreciated by fans that have matured, which leaves me questioning my maturity. <laughs> hey, critics, shut up! <laughs> uh, yeah, I, Words was a good single. Uh, <laughs> I I think that the guitar was decent throughout. They hadn't really fully gone over to the synthy pop yet. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I also, while I was listening to this album, the song Faithful was preaching to me. 
Um, and that was where I was struck with, while we may not enjoy CCM uh, or how the band progressed, God still works through music. And mm-hmm. the, the same God that ministers to me through other music, he didn't change. So, uh, mm. preach. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's number six. Go ahead, sir. Okay. No, I wasn't much out of the computer. It's just doing mm. that, like, preach thing. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Um, my number six mm-hmm. was made. I think it's, like, the... So, let's call it the Steingard Trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think it's the most fun out of the trilogy those are the most catchy songs out of the trilogy and when that album came out it was a kickstarter um so five iron frenzy was like the one of the um okay in the music kickstarters because there's like art (laughs) film music five iron frenzy had the most successful and quickest funded music kickstarter in history and it was only surpassed by mxpx few years ago and this is not like in the alternative world this is in history yes so two, two christian bands uh, christian air air quotes christian bands punk bands <laughs> were the most successful kickstarter uh campaigns in history so after they did that basically every band on tooth and nail hopped from tooth and nail to independent and Thousand Foot Crutch, Project 86, Rock Nelson, Classic Crime. There's so many different ones that hopped from labels. And the whole idea of crowdsourcing, like, sourcing really, really became a thing. And that's kind of what killed the idea of doing labels. And is kind of why, like, Bedroom Pop and, you know, like, different things like that and, like, SoundCloud rappers, like, exist today. Because that happened then. And when Hawk Nelson put out this this Kickstarter, a lot of the people were like, this is so cool, they're a trio, they're gonna go back to punk roots. It was like what everyone thought. So when this album came out, it was just a giant middle finger <laughs> to like the, the fan base, because I remember like, like being stoked for this to come out. And then as soon as I saw that one of the singles featured the lead singer of Mercy Me, I was like, I'm out. Um, that is, that is not punk. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it just, you know, I think that that was, it was like a downward spiral. Everyone kind of saw the writing on the wall. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know if it's a, a, a money thing. You know, I have a lot of sympathy for people that, uh, their belief system changes and they're, they're compensated for what they say on stage. Because I did that for years, where I had to sit and talk about tithing and the importance of tithing, and I had to tell people that they would live under God's curse if they didn't tithe to my church, and I do not believe that. And I I, I was made to say those things, and so I I like get it where, you, you know, you have this belief system it changes, but then you're going to be compensated for saying these things and meeting these markers. And when Aaron Gillespie from, you know, the Almost and Under Oath uh, was talking about his frustrations and difficulties with CCM, you know, there's a a board meeting of people that sit around a table and they tell you how to write an album. And they tell you what demographic you need to hit, what benchmarks you need to, um, you know, for like single streaming, all this kind of stuff. 
and, and content-wise, well, you need to write a song that'll help uh, a middle-aged mom going through a divorce. These are literal things that were told to Aaron Gillespie as he's sitting out of this meeting. So you think that they were saying these things to Hawk Nelson? Heck yeah. So it's everything is fake and meaningless, and life is a cold, dark hole. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> but seriously, it's like you know you you kind of like lift the the veil, and you see that like in, in a sense they were kind of cornered. They tried to do something independent, do a Kickstarter, give themselves a little bit of autonomy, but then at the end of the day they just put themselves back in the corner. They really were limited and you know, kind of handcuffed creatively, so. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting way to look at it. Yeah. Uh, my number six album was also made. Um, <clears throat> not a whole lot to say, except for I know every single song on that album very well, only because um, growing up, my mom wanted to add cooler music to her car because it could record albums to her car. <laughs> Whoa. And so she added that album to her car out of like I don't even know what other albums, but so that's the only reason I know that album <laughs> as well as that's I do. That's awesome. But it's still pretty terrible compared to the, <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Your mom should be on this podcast. <laughs> we'll get her take on that. Yeah, <laughs> right, right into the pot. She's like, I need new music. She fits the Democrat. She she was the Democrat. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> we love you, Tasha. Um, Sorry, mom. <laughs> mine was also made. I just remember hearing like words and love like that on K Love, and I probably didn't even know they were Hawk Nelson because it was right. just like full 180 and a different singer. So I never would have like put the two together because they're very different, and so. Eventually, I did learn that they were Hawk Nelson, and I just kind of lost interest. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Didn't listen to much of Caleb at all from there out. That was like mm -hmm. eighth grade for me. So like, nope, I'm out of the Caleb for the rest of my life. Kind of. That legit happened to me where I heard Diamonds, and I was like, this kind of sounds like somebody trying to rip off Ben Gibbard from Death Cat for Cutie. And then I looked up who it was, and it was Hawk Nelson. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it it's just kind of like I forgot to say this about diamonds, but I found it to be very like Owl City esque. Like Owl City oh, Ben Rector. Like I they literally was mashed. Listening to Diamonds today, thinking about Owl City. Yeah. No joke. And I was like that's, that's really what they're trying to be and like earlier albums were just so much different. That's a really good point. <laughs> Dang. Mm-hmm. My number five, five? Yes, my number five. <laughs> <Where are we laughs> um, was Miracles. And here's why I put it above Made and Diamonds. Um, we've all talked about CCM. Okay. We've all said our piece about why it's terrible. Mm. Miracles is Hawk Nelson's CCM ultimate form. And I think <laughs> them, and, and, and it's not because I think it's a better album than the other two, because I don't like any of the four albums I've listed so far. Explain yourself. But when you, when you take everything we've said about CCM so far and say, this is what CCM is, you even said it, TK, Miracles is like the penultimate, the CCM, penultimate album. CCM album. Mm -hmm. That's what Hawk Nelson became. 
in the uh, you know the the trilogy, and so <laughs> I think <clears throat> it's too cool of a word. Um, <laughs> both penultimate and trilogy are too cool. <laughs> so I, I think I think miracles is like what they set out to become. Uh-huh. And Josh mentioned it's like there was clearly like it's cohesive. There was yeah. a goal for this album front to front to back. It's you can see what the intention was. And so that's why I put it above the other two because the other two were kind of like we used to be a pop punk band and now we do this. And this is like we've you know, we've reached our our mm. our downfall. Sort of, yeah. but it was. But we're leaning into it. But it was ultimately their goal, like at that point, right, was, right. was CCM music, and so this being the penultimate, like, like if someone said, "What is CCM?" I'd be like, "Listen to this album." Right. And so I think that they accomplished that. So, but I I think what you're saying, and like this is a good discussion, is is there a difference between. Um, well, I mean, this is so objective because there can be a phenomenal album. Production, good. Mm-hmm. Lyrics all make sense. Mm-hmm. Everyone was playing an instrument the entire time. No one, <laughs> no one stopped playing the instrument. You know, decided to leave the studio mid-take. So there's a difference between that and then liking an album a lot. Oh, yeah. But he's saying he's saying like that it. these last four albums, he doesn't like any of them, all equally the same. Yeah. And so he's trying to find a way to rank them, and that's why he ranks so them. So that's that's why I rank wow. them. Out. So for me, with Hawk Nelson, it's album one, two, three, and then the rest. <laughs> yeah. But that I, one's yeah, the I best feel, out of the I last feel similar because they achieved the goal. Well, of the being best the quote unquote because that's how I decided to rank the ones that yeah. I don't care about. It makes okay. sense. It makes sense. Wow. Oh, this is cool. Plus, I just I knew it'd be fun when everyone else had miracles at the bottom of their list. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you and Josh are really shaking stuff up. Oh man! Oh wait till you. Find I actually do really hate ones. "Live Life Loud," though. I don't like that album at all. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay. We will. Okay, John. Um, we'll talk about it right now because whoa, I is "Live Life Loud." Um. Yeah, it's it's a weird album because it's so weird. they're again, yeah. I think we I think we mentioned it. You may have mentioned it, Josh. They're trying to stuff some CCM stuff and some punk rock stuff and some pop punk stuff all in one album. It's not cohesive at all. The meaning of life is obviously a single, written to get views, listens, whatever, um, and the rest of it's just kind of different and strange, and. Yeah, the cover is kind of interesting. The cover. There's a freaking yeah. pug on it. Yeah, there's a pug <laughs> with it's so giant cute. They needed to make the album worse. It's Jason mm. Dunn's dog. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that makes dog. sense. Oh. 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 Does that make it better? I feel like I understand. <laughs> I feel like I understand Jason Dunn more now. Wait till I tell you what his favorite band is. <laughs> Jason Dunn. For context, yeah. I grew up with pugs. My parents have pugs. They're flemmy. They're the worst. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think through if my mom's gonna listen to this or not. <laughs> I already said something. They're immortal. I'll put it that way. I'm. I'm convinced 
the oldest one sold his soul to the devil <laughs> and is now immortal. He's 16 years old and he drags himself around like the dog on Family Guy. <laughs> Not Brian, Jesse, the old man, the pervert guy's dog that drags himself around. I know, it's like, Brian? <laughs> so he talks? <laughs> so he, he talks and he's a pervert? <laughs> Alright. Um, I'm good. Do, do we have time for a love tip? Yeah, a few of those. Uh, we always have time. Okay. For, so guys, Usually people call it out, but no one has for like the last that's three true. hours. So. so guys, we... Just, this is for... the. Am I saying this right? The Killams? Well, her 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 maiden name yeah. would be so. I already forgot your guys' actual. Luterits. Luterit. The Luterits. Yeah. Luterits. It's okay. I, it's terrible. Okay. I would get so hard. To, nobody. I, there's like three people on this planet who have ever tried to pronounce it and got it right the first time. Oh. Let's just go with kill. <laughs> the Killums. That's no. I'm just. Poor Tyler. I know. Poor Tyler. Oh man. Tyler's gonna just leave. I do that to I do that to our friend Seth all the time. Oh yeah, that's so fun. So his wife hasn't like officially taken his last name. His last name's Brand Hagen, um, and her last name's Tronson. And because she hasn't changed her name yet, we always just call him Seth Johnson. <laughs> I think that's funny. Um, what were we saying? Okay, yeah, so Jonathan has just gifted us with the amazing tutelage of giving us... That sentence made no sense. <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright, keep it going. Love yeah, tips. love Jonathan. tips. He gives love, love tips, we learn... Have a segment. Yeah, we learn a lot. Yeah. They're stupid and ridiculous. He and says, no, hey, no, 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 no. Hey, hey. hey. Be nice to my friend Jonathan. <laughs> Life changing. <laughs> there are literally reviews of this podcast that say that you've saved their yes. marriage. So, yeah. So continue. Like CCM. Continue saving yeah. marriages. You're like that Saint Just Real song. Which one? I don't know. Any I'm not alright. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I'm broken inside. Gosh. We should do them. <laughs> we already talked about them on one episode. That's enough. <laughs> um, anyway, there is a song off Letters to the President, their first album they ever put out, oh, where, where Jason complains about somebody complaining that his wardrobe is all in one. <laughs> so, if someone complains that your wardrobe is all black, they probably aren't worth it, and you should just find somebody else. <laughs> Alright. Because that's kind of shallow, and black is a great color to go with everything. It's very flattering. <laughs> it is very flattering. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm wearing black pants right now. Mm-hmm. That's why the panther was black. Black Panther. Because it's Black Panther because Panthers generally are black. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yes. This is Jonathan's moment. <laughs> On to Josh. All right. My number five album was Diamonds. Um, and I think I chose it because of the singles being familiar to me. Um, Drops in the Ocean is one of Elisa's favorite songs, uh, and any time that she can get excited about music that's Christian has really good messages, 
I, I'm all for it. Mm. Um, this album, to me, is akin to what happened to Newsboys. This album is not Hawk Nelson. This album should be a different band. This album is a different label. This album is some of a different lineup. This album is different produced. They produced it themselves. This album is not Hawk Nelson. Um, this album is all singles. It suffered in, I think it suffered in that they wrote singles for radio and then threw in some other songs. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels mm -hmm. like. If you look at, so Amazon shows popularity of the song, uh, like in bars, and it, the six, six singles are all like nine out of ten bars or, or full ten. The other ones have one or two. Nobody in the CCM worlds listened to the rest of this album. They only listened to the singles. Mm -hmm. uh, and the rest was background music. Um, but just to go back to what you said, if you lose the key component of what makes your band distinct, yep, you and should. you decide to continue on, you should rename your dang band. Yep, no, you're absolutely looking right. at you, Blink One Eighty Two. Um, the <laughs> one one interesting oh, crap. Thing, <laughs> one interesting thing about uh, this album <clears throat> is that, so, or that I learned anyway, it has to do with the record label. Um, this record label that they chose for this album used to be Ardent Records, um, and Ardent Records had bands signed like P.O.D. and Disciple mm -hmm. and The Fray and Flyleaf and oh, Audio Fray, Adrenaline. Thank God. Um, <laughs> but they had a lot of actually good bands, and then they switched, and since they switched, they are all CCM. That album did the the turncoat sell out or sorry not that uh, that that record label did the turncoat sell out well i think flyleaf fell apart probably no, around no, no 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 like so what i'm saying is that ardent used to sign bands like oh, flyleaf no, and saying. pod yep. and disciple and then they changed their name and they switched and they're not they're they're the same well, label yeah. company but they're not Wait, really quick side note. I really want to do P.O.D.'s discography. Yes. I would, I would love to do P.O.D.'s. Yes. All right, Tanner. T.K. Um, what, what number, number five? five? Number five. Okay, so I'm going to... Uh, number five is Live, Live Life Loud. Um, triple L. Triple, triple L. Which is harder to say than Starring. Live Life Loud. I just can't remember. I, I want to say like Live Life Love or something. Yeah. Like that. Live Laugh Love. That, that was actually in my notes. And so I just started say, on Triple L. When somebody says Triple L, I think of Vin Diesel. So let's maybe not. Um, triple X. Yeah. yeah triple that's L. a totally different letter. But it's, it's, triple. it's a letter and there's three of them. And I think of Vin Diesel. So just let my imagination just be it. Okay? Okay. <laughs> I won that argument. Um, <laughs> so That's why you have to say you won the argument. <laughs> um, just so all the listeners right. know, okay. TK won that argument. Yeah. yeah. Um, I... Hey, you want to not? <laughs> hey, just keep, keep going. going. Yeah. This is really good I, podcast. <laughs> We're going to edit this. No. <laughs> just be a long bleep. <laughs> okay, so Live Life Loud is uh, not a good album. Um, I, it came out when I was a junior in high school, and my 
my girlfriend at the time bought it for me and I listened to it and I remember thinking this didn't need to exist <laughs> so because so you broke up with her so I, I, was, <laughs> I said get out <laughs> um she didn't know yeah no okay no I'm not gonna tell this no I'll just tell it so I teach in the middle school that I attended and there's this doorway that I pass through and it is ingrained in my memory forever because that same girl that I dated in eighth grade, I was walking through that doorway and I, it, we just got a Hot Topic in Bozeman. I was so stoked because I got like a dashboard confessional shirt, but it was like a size too small. But I like love dashboard confessional so much that I bought it anyways. And I was wearing it and I was feeling like a little self-conscious in it. And as I was walking through this doorway, Madeline said, ah, I love your love handles. And, and I was so disturbed by that and I just I remember walking through the doorway and being like oh. and Every time I pass it or like go under it. I think of that moment. So thanks Madeline right into the show My tasty music is terrible at gmail.com. So what live life loud is a Good I think it's a solid single Jonathan Steingard Who became the lead singer? I'm gonna say that he is one of my favorite guitar players maybe of all time Okay, and I know that that is a big statement to say, and I'm gonna continually back it up as we go through the discography. The lead part during the hooks for the song Live Life Loud are really good. The, the tone selection that he uses for his guitar is really good. He's good at arranging music, which is why the trilogy makes no sense to me. Okay? Um, I kind of agree about him as a guitar player. He's a very good guitar that, player. But he is very I good. I do like his guitar playing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all like his guitar playing. He was a better guitar player than Hawk Nelson was a band. Yep. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with that. There's, <laughs> there's three songs that don't suck on this album. <laughs> <laughs> Only three. <laughs> uh, Live Life Loud, The Job, and Long Ago are three songs that I wouldn't skip. I named two of those. <laughs> yeah, and "Tis So Sweet" makes no sense on this album, but it is my favorite version of that hymn. I think it is very solid. It's very humble. I, I don't think Jason Dunn fits well with that radio pop genre, but his vocals are they they do a good job on that. Um, I also think the final toast isn't that bad. I think they kind of crushed it with the like because in two thousand nine like that, that was. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, in two thousand nine, that was like right when like Iron and Wine and Avid Brothers and all that stuff was like getting big. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so for them to kind of dip into the folk scene made sense, and I think they actually did a good job <laughs> with that song. Does it? Is it a consistent album? No. no. Is it all over the place? Yeah. Does it make any GD sense? No. <laughs> do I ever think about it? No. Do I ever replay it? No. Will you ever will, listen to it again? Will I ever listen to it again? I don't know. I don't think I will. Maybe to laugh? Live or cry? <laughs> love? <laughs> yeah. Live, laugh, laugh love. <laughs> is my number five Hot Nelson album. Alright, Tyler. Number five, Live, Laugh, Love. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> live, live life loud. <laughs> um, I always thought 
it was weird that I had never listened to this album, um, or at least thought I hadn't until I had listened to these albums for this. Um, and then after listening to it, I realized why I only stuck to the first three albums. So, mm-hmm. yeah, let's live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> live, laugh, love is also my, is it, are we on the fifth? Yeah. Okay, the fifth. Um, I did kind of like Live Life Loud, the song, but I felt the whole thing's kind of weird. Ode to Lord Stanley is like the ukulele one, and I thought that had to be like a cover of someone else's song because it just came out of nowhere, but I never looked it up, so I don't know if it was like an original or not. That makes a lot of sense, though. Um, and then I also just thought it sounded like the band was going to be over after this album because they, they were they were like the final toast, and then, yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that, but I'm like... Well, they did come with Crazy Love, which uh, I stand yeah, by what I said. was on. I stand by what I said. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just thought they were going to end it because some of the lyrics sounded like they were sad and they were getting ready to be done. Mm-hmm. Hawk Nelson. All right. Number four. Four. My number four. I almost said number five. Dang, I cannot keep track of this. My number four. They all blend together. <clears throat> is Crazy Love. Um... That album reminded me of Toby Mac, <laughs> um, which is not a good thing. Later Toby Mac or earlier Toby Mac? DC Talk? No, no, not, not DC Talk. Isn't he on that album? Because earlier Toby Mac was pretty He's on Live Laugh Laugh. I really enjoyed He's on Live Laugh Laugh. Later Toby Mac? No. So that's what happened. He was on Live Laugh Love. And they were so inspired. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, there were moments in Crazy Love where I was like, yeah, okay, all right. But for the most, like, I still, like, even, like I said, I listened to all these albums in the last two days, and I still probably could not, like, quote a lyric from Crazy Love, except for maybe Crazy Love. Crazy uh, love. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait. <laughs> no, actually, move forward. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think that it's like Live Life Loud was before this one, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think those two albums are like sort of bridging the gap between original Hawk Nelson and CCM Hawk Nelson. And it's like, I had never listened to Crazy Love before. Um, and I listened to it yesterday. And I probably will never listen to it again. All right, right on. Um, my number four is also Crazy Love. Um, one of the highlights was the solo in Crazy Love, which I've always liked. Yeah. Specifically the solo part. I think it's a well-written solo. Um, other than that, it's just a weird combination of CCM and pop. Again. Um, LAX was surprising because Jason Dunlap was kind of screams in it, <laughs> which was weird. Um, also, Skeleton has some very suspect lyrics. And a bunch of the other songs do too. I did not skeleton. Like skeleton. Yeah, skeleton stood out to me. It was one that had sus- suspect lyrics. So, 
Yeah. So it's, it's pretty sus. Sus. <laughs> Super sus. Um, yeah. So anyway, that was number four. Wait, but, is it uh, LAX? Okay, I listened to that one this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah, one. Super I weird. was I was in the shower and I was like, "What? <laughs> yeah, it's happening." Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would like to take this opportunity to <clears throat> play our first game on the podcast. Oh, nice! I have a game who I which I created today. I thought of. I I'm proud of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's well, I'm proud of it. Yeah, I'm proud of it. So. <laughs> All right, please. Um, it's called Who Said It? Hawk Nelson or Youth Pastors? <laughs> oh man, I like this. This is gonna be good. <laughs> and I have some uh, quotes <laughs> and some lyrics from Youth Pastors or Hawk Nelson, and you guys have to decide which one said it. <laughs> okay? Okay. And because none of us have been paying attention to the awful lyrics Hawk Nelson has had, this should be good. Um, some of them are easier, some of them are harder. Some of them could go both ways. But let's start. There's only got a few here. Um, I'm not a wannabe. I'm who I want to be. Hawk Nelson. Okay. Yep. The Hawk. The Hawk. I'm not a wannabe. I'm who I want to be. Tyler, did you just say the Hawk? Yep. Tyler, you win the podcast. Let's go. That was on the song Friend Like That. Yeah. Which is a decent song. It's a great song. She's so hot. <laughs> That's it? Mm-hmm. Both? That's it. Youth pastors talking about their wives. Oh! <laughs> there you go. I feel like there's got a, there's like at least a adjacent Hawk Nelson lyric. Joanna, maybe? Probably. Joanna. Yeah. No, it could, the girl in that song just sits on a porch. <laughs> Wait, which one was it? It was Hawk Nelson. Youth, youth pastors. Youth pastors talking about their, their wives. wives. Talking um, to? Talking about. about. <laughs> I mean, talking <laughs> to what they're saying to their wife. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, alright, um, let's move on. <laughs> as a, as a former more. youth pastor? Yep. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> Did you get up on stage and say, hey guys, uh, I'm here with Claire, my smoking hot wife? <laughs> um, no, I never said the word smoking. But, but <laughs> you came very close to that. <laughs> um, you're gonna see the good if you're good at looking. Hawk, Hawk Nelson. Nelson. Youth pastor. Youth pastor. Hawk Nelson. What? Whoa. Thank God for something. Oh my gosh. Okay, uh. I didn't really listen to that song. <laughs> <laughs> if God brings you to it, he'll bring you through it. That's youth, youth pastor. That's youth pastor. 100% youth pastor. <laughs> but they probably did say it on stage at some point. Um, some days I'm alive like a rolling stone. Hawk Nelson. It's Hawk Nelson. Yeah, I remember Super that. Super strange. I heard it this morning. Yep. <laughs> and this last one. Let's pack up and move to California. Oh, of course. I'm a youth pastor. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I feel like most youth pastors. Well, I'm sure I would be a youth pastor. Yeah. Exactly. Because she's got lots of friends. All of them. Yeah. Never get bored because we can go we boarding. Can go aboard yeah, that's not like a freaking lyric. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's like the sunshine. Take us so. there. Right. 